I am Emily F. Iman and you're listening to episode 5 of Yesterday, Today, and the Next Podcast. People often settle and live below or outside their God-given giftedness, are fragmented, and as try-hard false versions of themselves. I help you disentangle the human experience and dismantle the broken and false narratives you carry so that you can live better and do your work well. One of the reasons Yesterday, Today, and the next podcast exist is to equip you to stand in faith and be an overcomer of your mental-emotional struggle. Yesterday, Today, and the next is a podcast where we talk about mental-emotional well-being, discipleship communities, and faith in Jesus. I pray this podcast will not be another noise in the background of your life, but that I have at least earned the privilege of being one of the trusted voices that you listen to. Thank you for welcoming me into your life. And if you're new around here, I suggest you go back to episode 1 where I talked about the threefold purpose of why this podcast relaunched. For the new listeners, the order of the show is that I share a scripture and a little devotional about it. Then we dive into the topic. And then I suggest your next right step or perhaps steps to act upon after listening to the episode. Alright, before we start with what we're going to talk about, let me first talk to you about the ways you can become a part of this podcast community. You can either ask your question, share your reflection, or join the conversation, and you can do this in three ways. Via email, iman at emiluiman.com, or slide a DM. Instagram account is at ytnpodcast. Or, you can leave me a voice message. The link to that is in the show notes. Alternatively, you can also go to emiluiman.com forward slash share. And there's a button there that you can click to leave your voice message. Or join the conversation over at The Green Room every Sunday evening from 7 to 7.30 PM. That's only for 30 minutes where we talk more about this week's episode. Also, if you believe in the message and the mission of this podcast, especially if you are in the Visayas and the Negros Islands, that includes Occidental and Oriental, please show your support by subscribing, giving a five-star rating, and writing a comment so we can get those algorithms working on our favor so that more people in these areas can hear the message. And if you are already subscribed, thank you so, so much. Now, on to today's episode. As we are always in the habit, we always start with scripture. And this episode's scripture is one that I have already shared about in episode 3, but I'll share it again and I'm returning to it because 
we will be talking about it in our topic as well. And we are still going to be talking about anxiety. The scripture is from Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 and the version that I'm reading from this episode is from the Christian Standard Bible which happens to be my favorite version when studying the Bible. When it comes to Bible reading, my favorite version is the New Living Translation. But anyway, let's go back. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 from the CSB. It says, you will keep the mind that is dependent on you in perfect peace, for it is trusting in you. Isaiah 26.3 I definitely recommend taking the time to read Isaiah chapter 26, all of the chapter, and if you have more time, all of the book of Isaiah after listening to this episode. Because this chapter reminds us of who God is, and his sovereignty most times people have the wrong idea about who God is and it leads to a disappointment in their faith instead of taking the time to understand who God really is which of course we cannot really fathom with our human mind but at least we can catch glimpses of who God really is they view him as in air quotes spiritual addition to their lives that is supposed to make everything peaceful and increase their blessings. Some people see God as just a spiritual addition who is supposed to make everything peaceful and increase their blessings. I had to say that again. Before I continue on, let me drop the bomb right now. This is a truth bomb. Jesus is not one of the answers. Jesus is the answer. Let me say that again. Jesus is not one of the answers. He is the answer. Again, let me repeat that. Jesus is not one of the answers. He is the answer. You know, sometimes we come into Christianity after we have done all that we can do and think, well, maybe Jesus can offer me something. I'd like to ask you, yes you, how do you really see Jesus in your life? Do you see him as the only answer or do you see him as one of the answers who can make things happen the way you want it? Think about it. And if you've seen Jesus as one of your answers and not the only answer, Take heart, it's not only you. You know why I asked that question? Because for the longest time, I've thought that way. I used to see, and in quotation marks, air quotes, use God as my spiritual asset, rather than letting Him be the Lord over my life. Letting Jesus be Lord over my life means I hand Him the control of my entire life. Spirit, soul, body, mind, emotions, and will. And this also means I let Him lead me. His dreams become my dreams, not the other way around. 
His plans become my plans. His desires become my desires. It's no longer I want this and I want this now. It changes into, Lord, what is your will for me? And this change doesn't even happen in our own accord. It is a daily submission to Him, even in the discomfort. Well, 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 well. What does this have to do with anxiety and my mental well-being? Hang with me here. This will all make sense in the end. Michael Ketterer wrote and sang a song that has been my anthem for the years prior to the pandemic. And side note, it has become the anthem of Cara Belinda as well. I have to mention that because I know she's listening. And side note again, if you haven't listened to that song, I strongly, highly recommend that you do listen to that and let the words sink in. You can easily search for it on Spotify. It's produced by Influence Music and the title is Spirit Lead Me by Michael Ketterer and Influence Music. The chorus of that song says, and I'd very much like to sing it for you, but I can't sing and don't even argue with me about that. So I will just have to recite, maybe read the verse to you. Let Michael do the singing. Here goes. You say it's wrong, then I'll say no. If you say release, I'm letting go. If you're in it with me, I'll begin. And when you say to jump, I'm diving in. If you say be still, then I will wait. If you say to trust, I will obey. I don't want to follow my own ways. I'm done chasing feelings. Spirit, lead me. You know what caught me in the entire song? Are the last two sentences. I'm done chasing feelings. Spirit, lead me. Friends, am I going to say you will not experience the fullness of the Spirit if you are still operating primarily from self? You simply cannot do both. You cannot bring in God while pushing your own agenda. Matthew 6.24 states, We cannot serve two masters. We will either let God be God in our lives or we will continue to struggle to make our lives work only to come up empty, anxious, and frustrated over and over again. The important concept I want you to digest today is this. God is sovereign. Even if you already know, let it settle in all over again. God is sovereign. So let's briefly discuss God's sovereignty. Again, hang with me here because this is something to do with anxiety. I'll start with the pointers that I read from Christianity.com. First, God is above all things and before all things. God is above all things and before all things. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He is immortal and He 
is present everywhere. So that everyone can know him. You know, in Genesis 1-1, reminds us, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, as well as Revelation 21-6. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will freely give to the thirsty from the spring of the water of life. Next, God created all things and holds all things together, both heaven and on earth, both visible and invisible. Colossians 1.16 For everything was created by Him in heaven and earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through Him and for Him. Lastly, God knows all things past, present, and future. There is no limit to His knowledge. For God knows everything completely before it even happens. Romans 11.33 All the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and of the knowledge of God. How unsearchable His judgments and untraceable His ways. I truly believe that when anxiety takes over our lives, it is because we forgot who God is. We stop trusting in Him and start depending on ourselves, which is a setup for failure. Why? Because we are limited. Here's the truth. Even though our fears are out of our control, and fears usually is the source of anxiety, you know, our fears are still under God's control. Emily P. Freeman says God's lack of revelation does not mean God's lack of knowledge. We may not have a revelation of it, but it doesn't mean He has no knowledge of it. Yes, the pandemic did not catch Him by surprise. He knows. And just because we don't have the revelation of why he allowed it, this doesn't mean he has no knowledge. Yes, Jesus knows your brokenness, your hurt, your loss, your pain, your fears. But just because he hasn't revealed to you why he allows it doesn't mean he knows nothing about it. Friends, I do not for once negate your pain. Truth is, I have been in so much brokenness myself, none of you may ever comprehend. So I know what it means to hurt to the point that a friend once discovered me when I was in my early 20s cutting myself with a cutter. There, I shared it in public. And you know why I shared it? Because I want you to know you are not alone and this is not the end. Feelings of anxiety is real, but it doesn't have to be Lord over you. 
Instead of anxiety dictating to you, let anxiety be an invitation to come closer to Jesus. Your Father knows what you fear, friend. You who are on the other end of this line at the hearing of my voice, but more than that, He is sovereign. And even when it feels like He is absent, He is not. And I say this over and over again, He is not only the light at the end of the tunnel of life. He is the light in the tunnel that we are in. I want to remind you today, your life is in His hands. No fear, no life crisis, no mental breakdown, nothing can take you from His grasp. It's scary to trust God who gave us this life to hand Him back this life, but trust Him nevertheless. You see, I'm not telling you anything that you don't truly know. The entire episode, you know what I'm telling you. All throughout this podcast episode, I have simply been reminding you of God's truth. And what does this do? It dispels the lies of doubt and fear and anxiety. Paul says to the Corinthian church, Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I believe that as I speak here and you listen there, the Holy Spirit is here with me and there with you. Jesus says to his disciples, If you continue in my word, side note, Jesus' word equals truth. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Fear is a liar, and the truth is the light that dispels the darkness in our minds. But this is something you need to begin to practice in this room for yourself when anxiety arises. You need to be able to realign yourself with God's truth if you're going to begin to walk in peace. No one can do it for you, friend. Not even your therapist, not even your counselor, no one. You have to be the one to help heal yourself. Real peace only comes from God. Why? Because He is the only sovereign being in the entire universe. And since He never changes, He is the only one who can sustain us when our reality is in chaos. And He is the only one whom we can depend on even when running away from Him can seem to be the best option. At least that's what we think. Just because we can't seem to find Him doesn't mean God is not there with you. Remember these friends, He is here with me. He is there with you. He sits with you in the pain because He knows what it is to be in pain. He was arrested and crucified, remember? And he was fully human when that happened. And you know what? He did it for us. 
But how can you trust God and apply these truths in times of anxiety if you lose sight of who God is in your life? Well, I offer two suggestions. One, recite scriptural affirmations over your life. And not just any affirmations you pull out from the internet, but scriptural affirmations coming from God's Word. I prepared a downloadable PDF with 10 scriptural affirmations. Head over to emiluiman.com forward slash episode 5 and you'll find the button to download the document. Why not practice truth talk instead of trash talk? And second suggestion that I have, get an A4 sized or letter sized bond paper or open to a blank page of your journal. Make two columns and on the left column, write your raw anxious thoughts. Get it all out onto that paper. I call it a mind sweep. When you think your list is complete, put down your paper and go take a short walk around your house. Or if your house is tiny like mine, stretch your body by doing one pilates move or drink a glass of water then come back to your list and say a simple prayer what's that prayer ask god what do you need me to know god what do you need me to know and shout out to emily freeman for teaching me this question what do you need me to know god the temptation is to see your list and to rush to solutions or action. But friends, life with God isn't linear like that. Life with God is slow. It's unpredictable. It's never rushed. As you see your anxious thoughts before you on the paper, no need to pray through each and every single one right now. God can read. He sees them there. Just ask God. What do you need me to know, God? Because here is something we sometimes forget. God knows everything. God knows what your son or daughter is hiding. How to do the mundane things. How to study. The best way to optimize your sales strategy. God knows what will settle your baby or how to create the perfect color palette for your design or the deep woundedness your co-worker is exhibiting but will never reveal why. So this doesn't mean God will reveal these things to you. Lack of revelation does not indicate God's lack of knowledge. God will let us know what we need to know when we need to know it. Because God is the definition of love. Jesus was the smartest man who ever lived. Spirit is comfort, incarnate God. What do you need to know? And sometimes when we go through things, we want to make sense of things when maybe it's not really about how we can make sense of things 
Maybe it's really sitting in the discomfort and inviting Jesus to sit with you. Because He's there. He is there. So after you have done your columns, go find your physical Bible and turn to the concordance page. Or if you don't have a physical Bible, open a Bible app on your mobile phone. And on that same paper you wrote earlier on, on the right column, next to each raw, anxious thoughts, write what God's Word says about those thoughts. Yes, you may have to do some digging using the concordance, but digging is very good. As you seek Him, He will draw near to you. Plus, friends, you are in the 21st century, so there are really no excuses. You have the internet when all else fails. When you can't locate the concordance, go find a legible source on the internet. I can give you a few examples of what to write in your journal or on that piece of paper. So perhaps on the left column, you write my raw anxious thoughts and on the right column, you write God's truth. So maybe on the left column under my raw anxious thoughts, you would write, I've lost my job and my entire life is going to fall apart. On the right column where the heading could be God's truth, you can write something like Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. And then, go on and find more Bible verses or truths that you can find in your concordance. Trust me, just taking the time to look up and write out God's truth for yourself will bring a renewing process to you. Plus, these verses will begin to stick to your memory. Here's the thing. We want the anxious thoughts to go away. But we don't do anything to let it go away. We just wish it would go away. And we continue to ruminate on those anxious thoughts. We're not really taking actions. And so, you doing this thing is taking action. Anxiety is a bully. But the beauty of God's Word is, when we take it in, it becomes a part of us. This refilling of our mind is so necessary for our mental health. Don't underestimate the power of this practice. Even when you don't feel like doing it and your fears are fighting against you, take authority. Sit down, grab your pen and paper, and let your fears unwind in God's truth. The cause of anxiety is believing the lies. The cure for anxiety is trusting God as Lord over your life. Isaiah 26.3 You will keep the mind that is dependent on you in perfect peace, for it is trusting in you. Isaiah 26.3 Many of us have been hurt and damaged over and over again to the point we don't know what safety looks like, let alone the safety of love. But God is challenging us to find this safety in Him. Maybe for the first time ever, be vulnerable enough to trust that His love is very real. His grace is sufficient to cover 
protect, provide, and look out for us. It's a love that never lets go, a love that is inescapable, a love that won't leave us hanging or questioning where we stand and pursues us to the ends of the earth. Let's pray. Father, I confess that I allowed myself to be distracted. I worry instead of pray. I research instead of trust. I get busy doing earthly things instead of waiting with you, for you, on you. I look for tangible answers to put my faith in. But Jesus, I know that peace is not just something you give. Peace is who you are. So God, reveal to me more of you. Because more of you is really all I need. Maybe I don't need answers. Maybe I don't need to know why. But I know I need you. Help me, God, to keep my eyes fixed on you, Father. My soul kept with you, my heart hidden in you, my mind renewed by you. My hands, God, willing for you, Father. Amen. Thank you for being with me in this episode, friends. I know it took longer than the 15 to 20 minute usual time that we have in the podcast. But I think it's worth it. Trade your anxiety for his peace, friend. Because Jesus Christ is worth everything you are afraid of losing. Eternity starts right here right now and i'll catch up with you next week this has been yesterday today and the next podcast